Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Welcome to I'm Talking Waffles. I'm your host, Ileana. I am very excited about today's topic because it's literally been all I've been doing for the past two months, and that is reading. I am basically trying to go back to my roots because when I was a kid, I would read like a book a day. Like, I don't know what was wrong with me and how that was the same brain that I have right now, but I want to go back to that and be able to read like I used to. And so today's topic, we are going to be talking about the 100 book reading challenge and some benefits about like why reading is important for your mental health as well, which I think is very fascinating. So I got my coffee, so sit back, relax, grab your beverage of choice, and let's get talking about this. So in the 11th century, a Japanese woman known as, I'm apologizing, I'm going to butcher this name, Murasakiya, Murasaki Shikibu wrote The Tale of Genji, which was a 54-chapter story of a courtly seduction believed to be the world's first novel. So over a thousand years later, people all over the world have been engrossed by novels, even like in an era where a lot of the stuff has become online and people are using their phones more often, all of that stuff. So we're always, we've always been loving like reading and humans just inherently love stories. So I want to tell you about the 100 book reading challenge and then we're going to talk about the physical and mental health of how books slash reading kind of helps you and how you can make these benefits really last a lifetime. So starting off the 100 book reading challenge or 100 book challenge, I don't really know what it's called to be honest, is a challenge where you basically have to read 100 books in a year. And you're probably wondering like, what do you win, right? Like, what do you win? You don't win anything. <laughs> a lot of these challenges, like with NaNoWriMo and stuff, you don't really win anything except for just happiness. So if you want to win happiness this year, this is the way to go. So the way to start off, it depends like how serious you are about this. So I'm actually not as serious as you'd think I'd be about reading this because like I want to make sure that book reading is still something that's fun and enjoyable for me. So I have read 11 books so far in January, February. So I'm on a good, like I'm on a good roll right now, but I also like, I'm not going to force myself to read if I don't feel like reading, but I do want to <laughs> take part in this challenge. So I'm more like a lenient kind of like, oh, I'm just curious about how many books I read in a year is like how this started. But I'm going to tell you like how you can reach a hundred if that's what you want to do. So there are 52 weeks in a year, right? And that basically means you need to read two books a week if you want to read 100 books in a year. So that's like 3.5 days to read each book. And it might sound like really scary, but you don't have to read like a really, really big book. You can read like shorter book books to kind of like get a head start and all of that. But I mean, it's completely up to you. Like it's supposed to be a fun challenge, so don't feel too stressed about it. Another, the most important part, of course, is to allocate time to read. So kind of look at your day and figure out what you can remove if you're already too busy and change it into reading time. So I have removed a lot of my TV watching time and like before nighttime just to read in, which honestly it helps you fall asleep too because like you put away all your devices and stuff at a certain time and I just read and that really helps you like have that time just for reading. Tracking your progress, because if you're going to be doing this for an entire year, 
it's going to be hard to remember like what books you read. So every single month I have a new sticky note and I just write the books as soon as I finish reading them and that helps me and then I put those in my bullet journal. So that way you know exactly like what books you read. You can and you can go as like as much detail or as little detail as you what re- like want. You could put the author's name or you could just put the title of the book or you can even do like a whole little book review blurb. I just do the uh the title to be honest cuz I'll remember by the title if I like the book or not. <laughs> Another way that you could do to get the 100 books. I don't really count this as reading though, but you could listen to audiobooks. Audiobooks are a great way to like kind of get the you're not reading though but you know what I mean like if you're working out you can't read a book but you can listen to an audiobook while you work out and that's getting the time of completing that book so if you don't count audiobooks as cheating when it comes to the 100 book challenge or maybe we have to call it the 100 book challenge because you're not reading if it's an audiobook so it can't be a 100 rated book challenge but it's up to you whatever you think makes the most sense another great one is to join or start a book club I'm part of a book club at my work and so every well it used to be every month but now it's every second month we have a book that we get to read and it's picked out by like the management staff so it's not like a like a fantasy book or anything it's business oriented or like self-development and growth and stuff so it's really great and you're like you get a bright book report for that as well and honestly I think that's one of the things that actually got me back into reading because like I said at the beginning of this episode when I was a really little kid I was going through like a book a day like that brain, I need that brain <laughs> and that like attention span. I mean, I have a pretty good attention span, but like not as good as I did when I was a kid, like engrossing myself in books literally every single day of my life. And that was really cool. And so this book club that my work has that we've had for a couple of years now has really helped me get back into the habit of reading. And I think that's kind of what's exploded my my newfound love for something that I really loved before because I didn't read for like a couple of years and it was really weird. Another thing you can do to try and read every single day is to create strategies. So if you commute, you can read on the bus or the train or the plane, like I don't know, wherever, however you commute, you could do that. You can read on your breaks, which I do this at my work. When I'm on a break, I just read my book instead of watching a show. If you have doctor's appointments or any other appointments that you have to wait for, like dentist, bring your book, read your book while you wait. Um, And then of course, this one, which I do a lot towards the end of the day as well, is instead of using social media or watching TV, you read a book. And it's really great because my sleep, like if you go back to, there was one of my episodes where I talked about how I conquered my insomnia. And one of the tricks that the doctor, the sleep doctor told me was like, you have to turn off your devices at least an hour before bed and replace that time with like something low, low energy. So like reading or writing or coloring, anything like that. And I like to read and that gives me the best sleep ever. Another thing is if you're reading a book, like let's say you have 100 books, right? If you are reading a book and you're like, I don't know, halfway through and you don't like it, you don't have to finish the book. Like that's just going to hold you back and you're going to dread reading, right? So if you don't like the book, drop it, get a new book and find one that you like. That way you can continue to read and hit that 100 goal. Another tip uh, slash trick is to have a new book ready. That way when you finish your current book or if you don't like it, you have like another book to read. So I've gotten into the habit a long time ago where I need a certain number of books on my bookshelf because if I don't like a book that I'm reading or I finish the book and I want to immediately read after that, 
I already have like a sort of a library that I can pick from. And then of course, remember this is a fun challenge and it's really just made to help you read more. So if you don't hit a hundred books, like don't beat yourself up over it. It's a fun challenge to kind of like start with and it's really just gonna encourage you to read more and build up that habit because reading is a really good habit to have. So now that we've talked more in depth about the hundred book reading challenge or a hundred book challenge, we are now going to talk about some of the physical and mental benefits that you can get from reading. Know that you will get from reading. But first I gotta take a sip of my coffee. So the first major benefit is that reading actually strengthens your brain. So there's a lot of research that indicate this and they are basically using MRI scans to find out like how this is working. And because basically they found that Reading involves a complex network of circuits and signals in the brain. So as your reading ability matures, those ne like those networks in your brain are also getting stronger and more sophisticated. So there was a study that was done in 2013 where they used this functional MRI scan to basically measure the effect of reading a novel on the brain. The participants of the study read the novel Pompeii over a period of nine days. And as attention built in the story, more and more areas of the brain were lightened up with activity, uh, which is so cool to me. And the brain scans also showed that throughout the reading period and for the days afterward, the brain connectivity increased, especially in the, I'm not gonna say this right, somatosensory cortex, which is basically the part of the brain that responds to physical sensations like movement and pain. Isn't that so cool? The next reason is that reading actually increases your ability to emphasize. Research has found that people who read literary fiction, basically stories that explore the inner lives of characters, show a heightened ability to understand the feelings and beliefs of other people. People, And so researchers are calling this ability theory of mind, and it's basically a set of skills for building, navigating, and maintaining social relationships. And while like a single session of reading isn't likely to like spark this feeling um the long-term readers tend to have a better like developed version of this theory of mind so like you can read one book but it's not going to increase that ability the same way that it will for long-term people next up is that reading builds your vocabulary research found that students who read books regularly beginning at a young age gradually develop larger vocabularies and the vocabulary size can influence many areas of your life from scores on standardized standard i can never say that word standardized tests to college admissions and even job opportunities in 2019 there was a poll conducted by uh kengage and it showed that 69 percent of employees who are looking to hire people with soft skills like the ability to basically communicate effectively effect effectively um, and reading books is the best way to increase your exposure to new words in a learned context. And I would definitely say that's true. Just don't be like one of those pompous people who randomly throws really, really big words in a sentence for no reason just to like look smart. Just don't do that because nobody likes that. Another great benefit of reading is that it actually will help prevent age-related cognitive decline. So the National Institute on Aging recommends reading books and magazines as a way of keeping your mind engaged as you grow older. So although this research hasn't proven that reading books is going to prevent diseases like Alzheimer's, it does show that seniors who read and solve math problems every day are able to maintain and improve their cognitive function. Additionally, in 2013, there was a study conducted by Rush University Medical Center that found that people who've engaged in mentally stim stimulating activities all their lives were less likely to develop 
plagues, lesions, and tau protein tangles, which is found in the brains of people with dementia. Another fantastic benefit of reading is that it actually helps reduce stress. So in 2019, there was a group of researchers who measured the effects of yoga, humor, and reading on the stress levels of students in demand and science programs, like health science programs in the United States. This study found that 30 minutes of reading helped lower blood pressure, heart rate, and feelings of psychological distress just as effectively as yogurt, yogurt, yoga and humor did. The author concluded this research by saying, since time constraints are one of the most frequently cited reasons for high stress levels reported by health science students, 30 minutes of one of these techniques can be easily incorporated into their schedule without diverting a large amount of time from their studies. Obviously, we already talked about the benefit of it helping you sleep better. So uh, I'm just adding that here because it's really, really, really cool. And that's been proven and I am a living, breathing witness that reading before bed is going to help you fall asleep better. The last benefit is that it may actually help you live longer. So there was a long-term health and retirement study that followed 3,635 adult participants for a period of 12 years. And these, this research basically found that those who read books survived two years longer than those who didn't read or who read magazines and other forms of media. The study also concluded that people who read more than three and a half hours a week were 23% likely to live longer than those who didn't read at all. So this is basically saying that I'm going to live till I'm like 100 or something because all the books that I've been reading. So the main takeaway of this would be that regular reading is basically going to help you improve your brain's connectivity. It's going to increase your vocabulary and comprehension skills. It's going to empower you to emphasize with other people. It's going to help you fall asleep better. It's going to reduce stress. It's going to lower your blood pressure and heart rate. It's going to help you fight any depression symptoms as well because it's a good kind of escapism, like a healthy escapism. It's going to help prevent cognitive decline as you age and it contributes to a longer life. So hopefully these benefits have encouraged you to want to pick up a book and start this 100 book reading challenge or 100 book challenge. And I would love to know your progress. If you've started this or if you're about to start, it's not too late. You don't have to start this in January. You can start whenever you want. So if you want to start reading now or you've already read, let me know on my social media. I would love to know what books you recommend that I read next and what books you have read, what books you don't recommend, like how many books you've read so far. Right now I'm at 11 books, which is pretty exciting because I love reading. I've been basically reading like nonstop and it's so great. And I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, when I'm not reading, it's like, I want to read, I'm like itching to read. And then I'm like waiting until I can finally go read. So <laughs> I'm really, really happy that I started doing this and it's been making the winter months way more bearable than they are. So with that, it is now time for everybody's favorite part of the show. That's right, it's the fun fact of the day. So today's fun fact is, dun da da! The smell of books that we all know and love is actually a book slowly dying. So it's called Bibliosema, and it's caused by the chemical breakdown of compounds within the paper. So when you open up a book and you're like, ah, smells good, you're actually just smelling the book dying. 
So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget if you haven't already to like, comment, subscribe, follow, add to your list or whatever. I don't know because like, because like I'm talking waffles is on so many platforms and they all have like different names for the exact same thing. So whatever your version of follow and like is on the platform that you're listening, please do. And don't forget, I do have a YouTube channel as well. So go head over there and subscribe if you haven't already. I bid you a great rest of your morning, a great rest of your evening, a great rest of your night, a great rest of your apocalypse, and a great rest of your book endeavors. I hope that you start the 100 book read-in challenge slash 100 book challenge, and I would love to know about your progress. Okay, bye!